Welcome to episode 11 of the Self Coach Cyclist podcast. My name is Paul, and today we're going to continue on from where we were on the last podcast, where the focus was very much about strength and building up into the season. Today, I really want to focus about your pre-season because it is springtime here in the UK. Yep, I've been out on my bike and we've seen daffodils and snowdrops and life coming back into our field and there was little lambs and I had the sunglasses on and the sun was out and it was just so excited to start thinking that yes, springtime is here, which means that the summer season of cycling is almost upon us. So in this podcast, I want to focus in on what you should be doing with your training right now, but also just in case you're not uh, from the UK, just thinking about what other parts of the season is relevant as well. But a big focus on pre-season. Right, let's get started. <laughs> now, just to pick up from last time, we had four seasons identified. The post-season, which is when you finished your last big event or race of the year, and it's just time to chill and just enjoy riding your bike with family or friends or the cycle club. Maybe go out on your mountain bike or visit a skate park or a pump track or just do something that's fun, cross bike racing, all that sort of thing. And then we have the off season, the time where, okay, we're starting to think about some goals. Uh, things are looking, uh, so we've got some more clarity on what the year ahead might look like, sort of around Christmas time normally, but it's still pretty chilled out, but we can start thinking about our training. And then we have our pre-season which is about now where we go right the season is coming we're not quite race ready yet we need to put that cherry on top of our training and be ready for our big first event of the year which is going to be rapidly approaching and then we have our season <laughs> you know the time when we're actually out there doing it uh, and how we get fit for each one of those okay so let's have a think about that post-season we're going to cover this very very quickly because i think most of us are behind that this is I'm going to do most of this podcast about what you should be doing on the turbo training. The last one we talked about strength. You should definitely be doing your strength on top of this. This is turbo training and high intensity stuff. So in the postseason, really, you don't need to be doing anything high intensity at all. This is your time for your body and your mind to just calm down, chill out and just repair itself. And then but because we want to stay active, we want to keep that volume of training, we want to keep the habit that we formed, we can now start thinking, well, maybe there's something I can do, work on my skills, go out with some different friends and family, ride with some different people. You always learn something. Uh, and this is what's so cool about that postseason. It's just stress-free and a chance to remind yourself why it is you love riding your bike. Um, you know, that's It's so, so important to have that time i think just to yeah just reconnect uh and it's so it's so cool the off season then this is the next part and this is where we start going okay let's let's just find our focus again we don't need to be a hundred percent focused on it but let's just try and zoom in a, a little bit and this is where we can start doing some intensity not loads just some so we're still doing our strength training and this is where we probably ramp up our strength training check out the last podcast but in terms of what we do on the turbo trainer this is where we can have some fun because we're not too focused on the end goal just yet and this is actually where things like zwift racing and things like the tour of Safalandria, doing some challenges doing some 45 minute long cross bike races all that sort of thing is really valuable it's just 
fun. It's quite hard work. It gets your heart rate up. You don't need to take them too seriously um, or do them too often. A bit of a word of warning here because the whole fitness industry is super active, which never used to happen in cycling. But because of turbo trainers now, the things like Zwift and Sufferfest and Full Gas and Peloton even, um, the marketing is so heavy that it's very, very easy to get carried away in this off-season training, if you like. And you just need to remind yourself that this is your off season. This is when you should be just chilling out and enjoying it. And Zwift racing should be fun, you know, unless you want to be a professional e-racer, then of course you treat your Zwift racing as your main part of the season, trying to maintain a two seasons, if you like, and uh, an e-racing season through the winter and an outdoor racing is going to be challenging. I'm not going to say impossible. I'm going to say it's going to be challenging. So, where are your priorities in that? Good to know. And this is where things like extra and training peaks can be so useful because it just helps you keep an eye on the fatigue management. And that is so important through this phase because in the past, it was actually quite hard to be motivated through this off season. And it wasn't until, you know, that the smart trainer and Zwift and stuff really came along that really made a big part of this in the past. It took quite a dedicated cyclist to go and strap their bike onto a turbo trainer and, you know, plug themselves into a, um, <laughs> a Walkman. <laughs> I want to say just some music playing. Um, watch your heart rate rise and fall. You know, that was old school. But today it's so exciting and it's so brilliant. It's very easy to get carried away. So just be mindful of that. Okay. Pre-season, this is what we're all about. This is springtime. Now we can start thinking, yeah, focus in what it is I need to do. And now is the time you need to start engaging what it is that you're trying to achieve. We need specificity, not just in terms of what your sport demands, but also what your body demands. And this is where it's great to go and get some fitness tests done if you're into that. Now, here at MapDeck, we offer the MOXIE muscle oxygen test and the VO2 test. Those are two, I think, really help identify limitations that you can now start to think about training out. So now's a good chance to go and get those tests done. FTP tests are great. And FTP is one metric that describes a very small part of an athlete's ability. So don't get too hung up on that at all. The the VO2 is really important because taking into account with all of your other metrics such as power and heart rate we, and muscle oxygen, unless you have a lactate meter, more on that in another podcast, I think, we now start to look at where is you need to work. Is it your base endurance? Is it your VO2 max? Is it your lactate tolerance? You know, now we get a chance to really start thinking what it is that we need to train to be better in order to gain an overall performance advantage. And so pre-season is a great chance to go and get answered two questions. One, what are my personal limitations in terms of fitness? You know, there's skills and everything else that we might be limiting, but, you know, just in terms of fitness. And also, what does the sport or the, the, the ride discipline that I'm trying to achieve demand? You know, so maybe last year you wanted to focus on 10-mile time trials and this year you decided that you want to do 50-mile time trials as your as your sport. And the, the two are very, very different and they've got some different training names. And this is the time of the season where you can start 
looking at the difference between those two things. So with that in mind, maybe you've seen a coach, maybe you've changed your parameters and something like Excel or Training Road, you can now start doing a lot more intensity uh, on the turbo trainer. So we turn down what we do with our strength training, we ramp up what we do with the turbo trainers, and essentially speaking, as a general rule of thumb, we want to start at this pre-season with short fairly hard intervals with lots and lots of rest. What we're trying to do is take that strength training that we've been building in the off season and now start to make it powerful. This is time we can have a lot of fun. We can go for those big max power sprints. We can really start putting some power down, developing our core strength and our ability to just go for it. And over time, what we're going to do is make those intervals slightly easier, take, a, take away that big punchy effort and make them slightly longer or make the rest slightly shorter. And this is going to depend on what it is that you're training to um, overcome in terms of your performance limiter or your sport-specific training. And this is where things like the artificial intelligence apps can be useful or a coach because they can take that ability that you start off with by doing 10, 15-second sprints with maybe two to three minutes rest and then go well, what do we need to do? Do we need to start working on our one-minute power, our three-minute power, or five-minute power? And then whether we go for something more VO2 uh, based where we actually probably limit ourselves around five minutes, but we build up to a harder and harder and harder five minutes with lots and lots of rest in between. Or maybe we doing something more uh, lactate-orientated, such as a big hill climb where we can start um, making much, much longer intervals and gradually build up to our 20 minutes, our two by 20 minutes, that sort of thing. You don't need to do much more than that, to be honest, uh, when it comes to that sweet spot training. But you get the idea what we're doing. We've starting off at the pre-season, short, powerful intervals and building on a progressive plan that's going to get us to either longer intervals or shorter rest, depending on what it is that we're or what it is that we're training for, or a combination of the two in some circumstances. It's hard to really make policy for this without knowing exactly what your sport specific is and what your limitation is. And this is where you can bring in all that help. But this is generally what we're working towards. Start off short and powerful, end up long and specific. That's the, yeah, that's the way it sort of goes. Now, in this part as well, you want to probably back off the randomness of your training uh, and this is where the swift racing kind of gets a bit out of hand because there's a time when you put that to one side and go, okay, now is the time in pre-season to, to find some focus, to stop getting away from the randomness of you know, the off-season training. Now is the time to think, right, this is where I am now. I've been tested. I know what I want to become in time for my first big event, and I'm going to have a progressive plan that gets me there point a to point b and this is the time when we start focusing on that so if there's ever a time to employ the services of a cycling coach it's probably now <laughs> and it's i think most cycling coaches that might be listening to this will probably agree they tend to get most of their clients in this time period you know in the time that it's like oh my god my race is coming up to the actual race happening and whether people actually stick around after that kind of depends but generally speaking this is where 
people recruit it. And like you say, because this is probably where you need the help. You know, up until now, you've got yourself fairly fit. You recognize there's something big on the horizon. And maybe the progressive plan that you know that you need is just looking a bit cloudy. It's, okay, I'm, this is what I, I think I am. This is what I want to get to, but I'm not sure. Um, that's where getting tested, set out a plan is, is really useful. Uh, and then that leads us to the season. You know, during your season, should you be doing any high-intensity work? Well, yeah, but a very, very small amount. In terms of periodizing your training, so what this means is making sure that you arrive at your race or event as fresh as possible and as fit as possible, being fully aware that as you train, you also get tired and as you uh, rest, you become fresher. And that's what we're trying to balance. And there is, a sort of on a micro scale, that ability to, even within a week, is to make sure that we do a significant amount of rest, but also just keep that kick in our legs, if you like, by doing some short, powerful intervals with lots of rest, let's say, just to keep that form super high, but not let the fatigue creep up creep up and a great way of doing that is doing some quite high intensity intervals but with lots and lots of rest in between almost like you were back at the pre-season and then gradually tapering off you shouldn't really need to be doing long hard stuff in your actual season because you'll be doing that sport specific in the actual event itself so yeah you should still be doing some intensity but when it's outside you can do that uh, outside really well it doesn't have to be in a turbo trainer and one of the things I really try and encourage the athletes down here to do is to go and do some hill rep but don't worry where the top of the hill is <laughs> so if you need to go and do some 30 seconds and 30 seconds only gets you a quarter of the way up the hill that's fine like take 30 seconds if you need to put into a lay-by let your heart rate come down, sit off again, do another hard 30 seconds, or maybe you just turn around and come back and just do the first 30 seconds of the hill or the first two minutes or whatever it is that you think that you need. It, it's okay to do that. You don't, doing hill reps does not mean that you have to be at the top of the hill every single time, depending on how high the hill is. Now, around here, we've got some, we've got some pretty big ones, so uh, steady on. Okay, with that in mind, we are coming up to a nice short and sharp podcast. Hope that's given you plenty of stuff to think about in this pre-season. And yeah, in the next podcast, we are going to start to put in a little bit more detail on how you work out whether an interval that you're doing is going to be sport specific. So what might a turbo trainer workout look like for someone doing something short and hard versus someone doing something long and relatively easy <laughs> what i mean by that is low heart rate not is it easy or not okay until the next time take it easy <laughs> and have fun out there